Welcome to the Radio Plasma podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. And this is going to be a conversation of several we're going to start having with Natalia Muñoz, News Director of Holyoke Media. We're going to talk about recent events and issues and conversations about topics of interest that could be considered news, but at the same time, the opportunity to start the dialogue on certain issues that are needed to be addressed with the hopes that we can grow this forum and these conversations to have those opinions from the public also be part of these conversations as well. So Natalia, thank you for being here and for being open to this experiment. Thank you for having me, Johan. You always are so generous with your time. I really appreciate it. So recent events happening, the parades. Okay, that's all you have to say to me. You say parade, and I already, uh, I already have my, high blood, my blood pressure going higher. This is my problem with the Puerto Rican parade. We, it's like we're celebrating. We're celebrating our flag. I get that. In a country that doesn't really respect that, I get that. But what are we really celebrating? Because we do not vote in the numbers that we should be voting. We're not participating in this democracy the way we should be. We should be going to city council meetings. We should be going to meet with the, with the school, to meet with teachers. We should be, um, there should be a greater presence of Puerto Ricans on city committees that are either elected or appointed by the mayor. We do not, and this is not just Holyoke, this is everywhere. This is New York City. This is este Boston, eh, Miami. Everywhere there are Puerto Ricans. Orlando, Fort Lauderdale. I, I can go on and I won't. We are not active participants in the United States democracy. So then when I see parades, I see, what are we celebrating exactly? That we are oppressed? That we are squashed? Oh, no, we're celebrating our music and our food. And we have all these, you know, princesas and Miss Latina this and Miss Puerto Rico that, Miss Piel Canela. It's like, oh, so we're still then sexualizing uh, little girls. We're still saying that what counts for a young woman is to be of a certain look, to have a certain type of body not what she knows, not what, she, what she's capable of learning. What, o sea, for me, parades are, and even now, they're an excuse to just say, hey, I'm Puerto Rican. And it's like, okay, uh-huh, y qué? Because the education gap among Puerto Ricans is huge. We're not graduating in the numbers that we should be graduating from high school. Not to go to college, just to graduate with that basic diploma that you need for other jobs, or if you want to go into the military, if you want to go into study to be a, a plumber or an electrician, there are certain things that we need to know. Everybody. It's just like your basic education. We do not graduate at the rates where we should be graduating. Este, I'm not going to get into that, you know, Puerto Ricans are suspended more than Anglo students and, and as our African-American students, they're suspended even more. And that's, that's the systemic racism, no, of these institutions. I'm only talking about our part in this. And when people say, ay, que, you know, hay racismo, and there's racismo, there's racismo, that, yeah, okay, so what are you going to do about it? Okay, we know there's racism, so what are you going to do about it? Are, we, are you giving up? Are you giving up on our, our children? Is that what's happening? 
este, parades are an entertainment. They are not empowerment. Once I was a marshal at the Springfield Parade a few years ago, and I said to the Puerto Rican Cultural Center, I will be a marshal under two conditions. One, the theme has to be the First Amendment and democracy. And two, Manuel Ferrao of the Sol Latino, uh, the monthly bilingual newspaper, he'll be my co-marshal. And I don't want any of these, you know, this display of young girls dancing and dressed in bikinis este, parading down Main Street in, in, in Springfield. I don't believe in any of that. Those terms were agreed to, and I became a participant uh, marshal. And just the last couple of weeks, I've been invited to go to the parade in New York City, the biggest Puerto Rican parade. As a former marshal, there'll be a special contingent for me, for those of us who have been este, marshals. And I'm not, I'm not going. Para qué? Where am I going to go? And now I see people who have like t-shirts or hats that have the number 5,465 or whatever, referring to the number of people who have died. But I'll tell you something, we should not be having a parade. That should be a slow, mournful walk down Fifth Avenue. And then people wearing t-shirts and hats and nothing of music, nothing of celebrating, nothing of flags. We should be mourning our dead. The people who died in Puerto Rico as a consequence of the catastrophic state in which a succession of corrupt governments abandoned the grid, the electrical grid in Puerto Rico, that led to the hurricane just decimating it, no? It just doesn't, didn't work for months and months and months, and people died as a consequence. This that happened on September 20th last year when Huracan Maria came in, you know, blew into the Virgin Islands through Puerto Rico, and left devastation in its wake. I can speak only for Puerto Rico because I was a reporter there in the 1990s. There was corruption at the level of the government. Something like 30 people went to prison for stealing hundreds of millions of dollars. The governor at the time, who is the father of the governor right now, took out these loans from Wall Street on these terms of that, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't accept these terms. It's like, Will you lend me a dollar and I'll pay you back $30 if you lend me $1? That's pretty much what he did. And that's against our own constitution. You can't do that. Este, but he did it. He violated the constitution. It turns out you can violate the constitution and nothing happens. He proved that. So then what happened is we get this tremendous amount of debt, 74, 72, 78, I don't know, billions of dollars. We can't repay it. A fiscal control board appointed by then President Obama is overseeing the finances in Puerto Rico, is telling the government of Puerto Rico, this is what you have to pay back, so therefore you need to cut this, this, and that. Okay, what are we, what's our parade about again? People died, more than 5,000 people have died. And what are we gonna do? We're just gonna have one small contingent or large contingent marching in silence? Everybody should be in silence. The onlookers down Fifth Avenue, they should all, you know, whether it's looking up or looking down, be silent to remember those dead. People suffered losing their loved ones. Untold hundreds of people who died were cremated without the permission of their relatives because there was no electricity to keep housing their bodies in, because the refrigeration systems weren't working, so they had to be cremated. But they didn't even try to reach their families, and if they did, they couldn't because there was no electricity. And there was no electricity because at Tepillo, this thief named Pedro Rosello in the 1990s and his cabinet stole hundreds of millions of dollars. And everybody now is saying, it's Maria, it's Maria, it's Trump, it's FEMA. It's know your history. 
No, it's not. It's not Trump. Trump's threw a, a roll of paper towels at Puerto Ricans. That was ugly. FEMA is pretty inept at times, but they're good people who work there. But that wasn't it. The grid fell apart because it wasn't maintained. You have to maintain it. It's like you can't drive a car for 10,000 miles without changing the oil and then expect it somehow to be okay. No, it's, it's gonna break. It's going to break and it's gonna be catastrophic because if you don't have the oil going through the, the system in the car, it's gonna burn everything and you're just, there's nothing you can do. You're gonna to have to get a brand new motor, a brand new car. So that's what I think about parades, Johan. That's, that's a long answer. But I reject parades. I think it's a waste of time for us to be celebrating when we're suffering. We are suffering. We're a suffering people. I just, I can't even imagine why people are still buying into this whole idea of beauty contests and, este, oh, our rice and beans and este, our, our music and this and that. And Does anybody talk about you have to register to vote and you have to vote? You have to vote because it matters. And if you think it doesn't matter, look who's in the White House right now. And not only that, look who is taking control of the decisions in your city as well. Because when you say that people don't vote, that to me is one of the most strange things to start to understand. Living in Puerto Rico, politics was everything. Politics was a conversation every day, everywhere. To the point that I remember seeing those signs, sometimes as a joke, sometimes really saying, in this place, we don't talk about politics or religion. Because you know it always ends bad. <laughs> Politics is a national sport in Puerto Rico. Why Puerto Rican people ignore politics when they are here? What I've been told, because I ask people, why do, it's the same question, why aren't you involved? I, you know, I don't even know. They're ballot questions. I don't get it. Or there are elections here all the time. And Puerto Rico's only once every four years. Okay, uh-huh, Ike. So what? Um, does it, does it, what is it going to cost you to go on your lunch break or take half hour of your day to go vote every two years? You're voting for people who are going to oversee the education of children, whether you have children or not. Does it have to be your children for you to care? Does it have to directly affect you for you to be part of this community? Does it have to be a Puerto Rican concern? Can't it just be a community concern? Can't this, uh, so many people talk about silos and it makes me crazy. But yes, we are so segregated. Like, this only matters because it's a Puerto Rican issue. No, it's an issue that affects everybody. The fact that 5,000 people died in Puerto Rico, at least, huh? That should affect everybody. The way that it should affect everybody, that people die on the way from the Dominican Republic to Puerto Rico, they drown trying to escape the terrible poverty in the Dominican Republic to get to Puerto Rico. That should affect everybody. The way that Syrians are being bombarded to death, that should affect everybody. This thing that it's like, it only matters if it happens to me or my family. No, we are, it's kind of sexist to say, but we are a brother's keeper. We are responsible for each other. The great poet Gwendolyn Brooks said, we are each other's bond. We said, we, we, are, we are related to each other. And I'm not being like peace and love and we're brothers and sisters and we agree and we're one big happy family. No, but this is the planet Earth and what happens elsewhere affects us. And we can help affect what happens in other places by the people we vote into office. 
I think it's an act of extreme, extreme selfishness to just shrug off the importance of voting, to, to uh, be all about politics in Puerto Rico, but then here it's like, I don't understand it. Bueno, everything here, because especially here in Holyoke, and the same thing for Springfield, and the, where there are communities where there's a certain amount of people who speak other languages, by law, the Secretary of State's office has to provide ballot information, voting information in those languages. So there's no excuse. I don't, I don't care, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I have like, you know, five children. My mother had five children. My mother was a single mother too. You know, okay. What, what, are, what are the, how many th ways are we gonna think of like, to not be part of the solution, to be part of the problem. Mira, I, you can tell I have no patience for it. I have no patience for the parades. I have no patience for people who do not participate in democracy because those are the people, through their inaction, are affecting the quality of life, not only of themselves, but of other people as well. Yet the culture of WEPA, let's celebrate our culture by just having party. Yeah, in Puerto Rico, baile, bebida y bachata. In Puerto Rico, it's like, okay, let's dance, let's, uh, let's drink, and let's just, you know, talk. Let's, you know, hang out. It's like, that's fun. That's fun if you're, you know, you're, for your birthday party. But your day-to-day -day living, we have to have more of a sense of responsibility. That's what I believe. That's how I was raised. And I agree with that way in which I was raised. I became an adult, and what I was taught, I said, yeah, that makes sense. I need to participate in democracy. When I turned 18, my mother said to me, Feliz cumpleaños, now you can register to vote. And it was like this big deal. It yeah. is. The other day, uh, uh, Dr. Shirley Jackson Whitaker, um, who's a physician in, uh, who works in Springfield, said, if voting weren't so important, why do they want to take it away from us? Because they certainly don't seem to want to be taking the drugs away from us. They certainly don't seem to be wanting to be taking the guns away from us, but they want to take voting away from us. It's like, if it weren't so important, why do they want to take it away? You see, it's so powerful. What people, I wish people would, could see just how powerful that vote is. It's, it's just, it's amazing who you can say to represent you and who you can decide to say, no, you're not going to represent me anymore. I don't want you to, I'm not going to vote for you because I don't like what you did. Mm -hmm. I don't like what you stand for anymore or, or whatever. Most people do not live in a democracy. Most people live and they're told what to do. We have this opportunity and so many of us throw it away. When we have opportunities as well, thinking back on the parades, this parade in New York, like you said, I definitely agree and, and see that perspective of yours that it should be another way of demanding attention and demanding action because of those more than 5,000 folks who lost their lives after Maria. But at the same time, when we talk about locally on how a parade becomes such a big issue because it's happening or not, oh wait, yeah, it's happening, no, wait, no. You know what, whatever happened, happened, and it was what it was, a shameful event, with a lot of shameful happenings and back and forth, when it should be an opportunity and a moment of organizing, of getting together, making this a really proud moment of education for the Puerto Rican community that is being represented. 
That's what I would love to see elected officials do, not just Puerto Rican, all elected officials, is take this opportunity when we're going to talk about Puerto Rico on Fifth Avenue, one of the principal avenues of one of the most renowned cities in the world, and instead of us going, la, 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 here's our Puerto Rican flag, and, you know, Mark Anthony, Jennifer Lopez, oh, mirame. Este, no, let's get serious for once. For once, let's get serious. There's so many things that we have to talk about. And then some people say, well, this is an opportunity to celebrate ourselves and our flag. Why can't we celebrate ourselves? And I said, yeah, you can do whatever you want. The First Amendment, sure, do it. I just think it's a waste of time to be celebrating ourselves. Especially, I've always thought that, but especially in light of all these deaths in Puerto Rico. It's just, I can't imagine. I don't, it's just, why aren't politicians uh, saying, if there was ever a reason that you thought that voting did not matter, well, now it matters, you see? It totally matters who is in office. Who's gonna manage the money that you pay in taxes? Who is going to manage the programs that help you buy food, that help you get subsidized housing, that help your children get educated, that help you get the Pell Grants to go to college or to buy a house? All of that is elected officials. The whole range of it is elected officials. It's not me and it's not you, it's all of us who vote in certain people. That's how it happens. And I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing just a lot of let's feel really bad about these deaths and it's really awful and Trump is really awful and FEMA is really awful. And that's, that's like, I, you know, it's as if a car ran you over and it, you know, you're, ran over your foot, let's say, so you survived. It ran over your foot and instead of dealing with that car that ran over your foot, you're just talking about the auto industry in general. It's just completely disconnected. That's what's happening here. There's a complete disconnection between what's happening in Puerto Rico and how did it get to be like that? And it was not Trump. Trump has a million, he gives people lots of reasons every day to rise up and push back. But what's going on in Puerto Rico is, is just a very small fraction of what, of the tragedy in Puerto Rico. It's not the whole thing or half of it. It's a very small part of it. And I just wish I would f read finally this year's parade on June, it, it, soon, I think it's this, 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 it's weekend. this weekend. Yeah, completely dedicated to the people of Puerto Rico and it's going to be a solemn march down Fifth Avenue este, calling for the United States government and for the government of Puerto Rico to be responsive to the needs of Puerto Ricans, both here in the United States, who had to come here as a consequence, and also in Puerto Rico. And there'll be one or two contingents like that, but mostly it's going to be the same as always. And that's a, that's a tragedy too. We don't even, we're so used to being blinded that we don't even realize that when we're blind. And what are your thoughts? We will love to hear your opinions about this conversation today about parades. That's the point. We are presenting points of view on topics, but that doesn't mean that we are the ones that have the last word on this conversation. Right now, we are the ones behind the microphone, but the microphone that is in front of us is open and available for you. We have more than two microphones here, and we want you to join this conversation. So feel free to reach out to us. 
through Hollywood Media, through Radio Plasma, and we have our presence both online and also on social media platforms. Join the conversation. Natalia, thank you so much. Johan, it's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you. So these are our conversations, Holyoke Media and Radio Plasma, talking about the issues happening in Holyoke. It will be until our next time. This session has been recorded here at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gander Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.